Hello everyone, this is Sunny and today we're going to talk about Facebook, but in a negative light. Usually whenever we talk about Facebook, it's about its growth story, its potential and all the positive stories around the business. But if you heard last week Facebook and within a matter of span of 30 minutes it lost 120 billion dollars in market cap that was the largest ever market cap loss for a single company ever in the history of stock markets um the second biggest was Intel in 2000 which was a 90 billion dollar loss in a single day so now the question is what all of a sudden led to such a steep drop and what were the reasons behind it and what is my take on it this episode will cover the three reasons why i thought why i initially thought and researched more and i still believe were the reasons why this happened i will i will share the comments from cfo's the ceo and the ceos that i got from their conference call and i'll leave you with my thought on all the three things and as well as when i stand on the company its business and the stock so welcome so the three reasons in summary first of all are number 1 deceleration in revenue expectations in the immediate to medium term second reevaluating the business model of facebook with declining profit margins in the medium term and third user growth saturation worries in the developed world now for each of these three topics this will be the format i'll start with explaining what that worry is about why is everybody freaked out about it i'll follow it up with what the cfo david weiner ceo mark zuckerberg or shell sandberg the ceo what they had to say about it and i'll end with what my take on each of them is and where do i stand so let's get into the first one which is deceleration in revenue expectations in the immediate to medium term So first of all let's look at the current growth rates uh, that Facebook achieved and that were modeled for the current year and the next year. So before this earnings release which happened um in the current week the growth rates that were modeled were about 40% in um the current year which is 2018 um and about 28% for the next year which would be 2019. And now this is what freaked everybody out. the rate was the growth rate in sales and revenues were supposed to go down 28% next year and f- uh, the deceleration from 40% this year to about 28% next year was backloaded at the end of 2019 at the start of 2019 and was much slower than expected now on this earnings call as soon as the CFO David Weiner explained that his guide was basically that the revenue of facebook will fall in high uh, single digits for several quarters to come sequentially that is in the next and the next to next quarter the um, both quarters revenue growth rate of facebook on year to year basis will fall from about 7 to 8% about 7 to 8% that's my take on it so basically the growth rate that was modeled was uh, that facebook was ongoing at 40% 30% and analysts had modeled a slowdown but it was quite at the back end of what was expected and this was indeed surprising that because all the analysts with all the channel checks that they had done nobody pointed to a slowdown as of now so if you historically look at facebook estimates they've always 
pushed the slowdown back and back as far as the channel checks have been good um as far as the ones who are promoting the ads have been happy with the platforms facebook and instagram the slowdown has been pushed back and never been realized yet and now this is a cfo coming out and saying that hey we're going to guide for a steep slowdown right now it's happening it's happening this year it's, it's not in future it's not like way very very far ahead it's right here right now and next year we're going to be at about uh, 20 25% growth so this is indeed surprising for all the analysts who kept pushing the growth slowdown back and um they all looked at it as a great growth story which never slowed down um in the past 2012 to 2018 all the five years they've never been used to it and this was the first time we see a slowdown and uh to me what bothered me more was they couldn't explain exactly what was the slowdown about i mean with all the privacy and security concerns we totally understand if there are more costs to solve those issues but there was no clear explanation as to why the revenue would slow down um If you go to the David Wiener's comments, his comments were three. First of all, uh, he said the currency would turn into uh, a headwind versus a tailwind, the forex movement. Second of all, he stressed that the spend on many areas that they're doing now have a lower monetization. For example, stories, um, which are not monetizable as much now. And the third thing he said was the privacy, uh, the GDPR regulations may have an impact on revenue growth. So, this is my take on it. what i would feel um about his reasons first of all currency um can be a headwind versus a tailwind totally agree their revenue growth in the current quarter was about 42% but it was actually 38% on a currency uh, constant currency basis 4% was currency so let's say that 4% went away and maybe it's a 2% negative but that's not at all a hit on the company's operational performance uh, i don't really uh, get concerned with that slowdown at all and the third reason that he mentions privacy he kept saying it may have an impact on revenue growth it may have an impact and might have an impact even in questions when they pointed out he said it we're expecting it it might have so we we're being careful so i would understand there are no concerns there i mean the company is being more conservative and it should be but and maybe it is seeing some signs but there is no i can't say that has yet impacted the operational results a lot what i'm worried about uh and then again the second thing is uh growth and promoting new features which don't have monetization yet again i'm not worried about because eventually they'll figure it out hopefully they'll figure it out and then that would correct itself so all the three reasons that they mentioned do not to me really help understand the slowdown in revenue uh growth currency is fine totally totally okay but other than that i think they're being more conservative they're not being able to uh, explain the story behind such a steep slowdown and if you see what sheryl sandberg basically said um in another answer was uh something that like you can understand the deceleration of revenue in a different way so if you understand what the what has been driving the revenue growth in facebook let's say from 2012 to 2015 2016 was they kept adding ad load to facebook feed they kept adding increasing the number of ads that would appear in your uh, facebook feed and then over the last two years of course engagement and number of users were also increasing and then the last two years or so especially in the last year the instagram ad load has been increasing as well and now they say that the ad load in facebook feed and instagram feed is the same and now the engagement is more increasing on the instagram stories side which they haven't figured out a way to yet monetize in the same way and they said they could actually they actually don't know if would it would ever happen but i think that's a careful comment and a conservative comment so 
it was summing it up it was really worrying to see the slowdown finally happening um because no channel checks pointed to it nobody saw it coming it was a steep slowdown it is a sleep uh, slowdown guide and there is the the real weak point is there is no um solid story behind the slowdown explained by the cfo or the management but again that is actually a plus point as well because if there is no story behind it maybe they're being more conservative and maybe they will that perform so i am definitely taking uh, the expectations down of how much a growth story this was at least in the short to medium term but i think they'll figure it out currency again would eventually turn into a tailwind because it keeps going back and forth the features they're working on may eventually work into um being monetized well and privacy may have an impact but may not who knows so we'll wait for it and see if um the revenues decelerate at this place they're saying at uh we'll believe them for now and act accordingly but i i would be in the camp of that they're being a little bit more conservative and they're not able to match the story up with the numbers they've guided now we'll discuss the second reasons declining profit margin guidance and how everyone is trying to reevaluate the business model of facebook so giving a little bit of background facebook and its business model has been revered on wall street for the record high operating margin it has like it's not the operating margin that facebook as a business has or at least used to have is was phenomenal like if you see among the two large companies that are valued in S&P 500 large cap companies that are valued pretty rich on price to sales multiples they are facebook and visa these two companies are pretty traded pretty high price to sales values so every they the market values it much more on every dollar in they generate in revenue why uh, does this happen because they are much more profitable so every sale they do in uh, every dollar they generate in sales is much more profitable if you see at visa it is at an industry leading 67% operating margin and uh facebook was at about 49% operating margin on average like last year uh this year so last year it touched uh, about 50s and now this year the last two quarters it was reporting uh declining operating margins at about 47% now 44% and what freaked out the people was that the cfo again david weiner said this thing that over the medium term we would expect the operating margins to go and settle in the mid 30s that is a big change okay you touched like 50s and maybe people thought we would settle at 40s mid 40s but mid 30s like that is a big percentage change in profitability if you apply and that does indeed um deserve a slightly less substantially less or somewhere in between less um price to sales multiple than it did before and overnight you have to readjust how much profitable the business is and i think the reason behind it is they the the street and even the management because it did not guide that way before i would assume believe that the profit model the business model was much more profitable than it looks like it is now because um they thought you'd build a network and everybody would contribute content and you'd just market ads 
but now it looks like all the content costs all the security costs and the privacy concerns cost like every cost that goes into addressing these for example addressing the political ads building um, a way to be more transparent with ads um, building more tools to enhance privacy and um, everything to keep at bay all the privacy concerns and the concerns about uh, election meddling and um, all the 20,000 people that Facebook has added to review content. All those things now come up and change the business. Like there are much more costs to get the same revenue now. And that's why it's been um, guided that way. Although, if you listen to the call, that is not the primary reason that the CFO mentions. He mentioned the guide down. What he said the guide down was um, more about was that what we're going to talk in the third point is that the U.S., Canada and Europe, Australia, like all those like developed countries, sorry, developed uh, parts of the world, um, the the user growth has been stagnated now. And now the growth is coming from the developing countries where the average revenue per user is really low. So CFO was saying that now what they would be doing is building capacity and doing the same amount of um, increased cost per user for more users that, who have lesser ARPUs. So they would be spending more per user and serving more users now who Facebook doesn't get enough revenue from, and that does tie into a less profitable business model, which says that the more share of rest of the world and Asia-Pacific customers um, Facebook would have, over time the profit margins would go down. So it was indeed a restatement of how profitable the business is uh, based on privacy, security, and the mix of developing country users. That was why people get freaked out, and I do agree. But at the same time, if you ask for my take, we would have to take another side as well. Yes, this was a setback. Yes, we did not expect it to go into 50s and stay there. Like we, The models were about mid-40s, and now it's mid-30s. So yes, it is a setback, but even after this, Facebook still remains as a business one of the most profitable companies out there. If you look at Google, Google's operating margins are 20%. Again, uh, a reason behind that is that they have multiple businesses, including other bets, which lose money and stuff, which lowers operating performance. But still, it's a 20%. Apple's operating margin, one of the highest profitable companies on earth, Apple, its operating margin is 26%. If you compare Facebook's competitor, Twitter, well, it's about 0% or even negative. So it fluctuates between 0 and negative right now so compared to that even if it decelerates we're talking about a splendid business a stellar business model now being an excellent or very good business so maybe it's not in the 40s and 50s now but it's still one of the highest profit margin companies and while they have suggested that they would have to spend more on privacy and that they would have to spend more to serve more people in the growing regions. That's the reason behind the declining margins. I do believe that over the long term, they would not really have like increasing people of reviewing content. I don't think that'll happen forever. I think this is just a gap till they get and develop uh, more AI tools that uh, self-detect and remove algorithms uh, that uh, solve the problem of having the humans to review and explain and um, validate content. So 
And um, the second factor that David mentioned was the cost to serve those users, I think, over time. Uh, with better data center technologies and better better utilization and efficiency, the the cost to serve the base would also go down. And with AI, the amount of reviewing um, security concerns would also go down. So yes, it is a setback from a solid business to a really solid business, but not as solid a business. But still, it's one of the best uh, profitable companies around, even if it goes to mid-30s, which I think might not go or may go and come back as the technology progresses, the cost would go down. And as far as the revenue keeps growing, the first point is um, more important, I guess. And this would, this could keep and take care of itself with the evolving technology. Now let's get into the third one, the user growth saturation worries in the developed world. Before I start explaining the numbers, it's very important to understand and underline this one fact that I'm going to say now. The 10% of total monthly active users that Facebook has contribute to 50%, almost half, not exactly 50, but almost half of its revenues. Yes. So the 10% of the users Facebook has, which is in the developed world, US, Canada, and Europe, they contribute to about half the revenues. And the rest half comes from 90%, which is the rest of the world, Asia Pacific. So now, with that fact in mind, let's look at the user engagement numbers that we got, uh, and the user numbers we got this quarter. On the whole, the total number of monthly active users got, went up by 11% which was uh, a little shy of the analyst expectations, but I would still say it was a solid, strong growth. Um, but what worried the investors was this. Basically, the Europe numbers and US and Canada numbers. So if you look at the monthly active users in US and Canada, they were stagnant at 241 million, the same um, from the last quarter. So there was no growth there, which makes people believe that probably Facebook is definitely kind of, um, I mean, sorry for the three different expressions, possibly kind of indefinitely, but the worry is that US and Canada has stagnated. And on the other hand, Europe, actually the monthly active users declined by 1 million. So to be fair, the company already in the last earnings um, had guided us that uh, the user growth, the active user growth might slow down there as a result of GDPR, which was a privacy um, regulation that the Europe has now established in which the users have to agree to the, uh, have to kind of opt in and they have a reason to kind of drop out. So this was already guided, but still, if you look at it, the total number of monthly active users increased about 11% to 2.23 billion, but US and Canada numbers quarter to quarter were stagnant and Europe lost a million. If you looked at the daily active users, as in the number of users that sign into Facebook daily, um, Europe actually lost 3 million users and US and Canada was stagnant at 185. So the most profitable 10% users, they're either saturated or they're going down. And that's why the market freaked out. So the total population of US is 333 million or something. And of course, a lot of them are toddlers or people who are not using Facebook, who can't use Facebook. But still, 
the market looks now saturated at 241 million including us and canada um and 185 million in daily active users and the the audience in europe is declining so that is what freaked people out um especially the investors who were focused on increasing number of users as the reason behind the increasing revenue projections but if you ask for my take this is what i see this last quarter was in the recent past at least the worst things that could have happened to a social media company and facebook specifically everything happening in one quarter so the cambridge analytica scandal i mean is it a scandal or not but that's a debate but whatever happened with the cambridge analytica case um that got news everybody knows that um almost everybody knows that facebook was under the under scrutiny mark zuckerberg appeared in the congress um testimony and uh i this is like last some months i've actually met some people who are against facebook who have stopped using facebook because of like i don't they're they're selling my data that's what they say and i don't want to sign up and don't want to give them anything so i have actually seen in the last some months not in big numbers not in huge numbers but somewhat anecdotally that people are not liking facebook as much or are actually signing off um and that extreme negativity quarter i would say it's great to see a stagnant number i welcome a stagnant number and when i see people who are leaving facebook because of that concerns and the number is still stable probably some people still hop down and join facebook so there is no decline in the extreme negative quarter to me that gives a comfort and talking about european numbers the gdpr rolled out this quarter uh, they said there could be some impact this quarter as well in the coming quarter but most of that should have been rolled out and um probably i would look at it as a one time setback as in this regulation came in 3 million people dropped out or maybe like four dropped out and 1 million joined but hopefully this was a one time step back with the new regulations and there is no new reason for the people who have already signed off uh sorry who have signed in to sign out uh, unless facebook comes up with other reasons to give them to sign off like unless more scandals or uh more data leakages or something like that comes off so that is why actually investing in privacy and security is very important so i totally agree with facebook trying to spend more in the first two points uh, especially in the second point to to safeguard the trust that the people have as far as facebook does not destroy the trust that the that the people except those 3 or 4 million people in US and Canada and Europe combined have still placed in them i see no new reason for a new setback and hopefully this should be the new normal even if we're saturated or we continue to grow but we shouldn't decline from here um unless as i said facebook gives them another reason to to destroy that trust and that's why the investing in security i think is really important but on a whole i feel after those one times to setbacks and an extreme negative quarter holding on to their numbers in US and Canada and slight decline in Europe is still a positive they still have a solid 99% retention of all the customers they have. i know you don't usually talk about retention rates in a growth industry you got to pile on you got to add on it's not like AT&T and Verizon that we're talking about churn rates and retention rates you got to supposed to grow but even that i would say a solid retention rate with a extreme negative quarter and has more room to grow um 
and except the developed nations i would say uh the developing regions have a big opportunity in front of us so the average revenue per user arpu um in us and canada is about 26 dollars a quarter for facebook it's less than 9 dollars in eu less than 3 dollars in asia pacific and less than 2 dollars in rest of the world of course the gdp and the advertising market size is different in different countries and they would have less revenue than us but i think there is a lot of uh, leverage there and years to grow and years to come um even if the us canada and europe markets stay stable they can have increased arpus and the developing areas would have a double um growth fangs which is one increasing user numbers and as well as uh, more arpus per user so all in all i understand the freaking out out of the most profitable user base but i think given the extreme negativity it is important to understand that 99 people percent of people even given the option to stay on or out have stayed with facebook and uh, another important thing is the dau to mau ratio daily active to monthly active ratio has not dropped it's still 66% so which has been 66% constant for a lot of quarters so it's not those who have stayed in the, and used the service have not opted out of using it as often at least on a checking in basis they might have less posts or photos or less activity but they are coming in um so 3 or 4 million people out of their base dropped out but the rest of 99% or more who have stayed have continued to engage similarly that's really positive and hopefully the conclusion on this is i'm not worried unless facebook gives them another reason to worry about and i hope they don't spoil the trust again and i hope they actually invest more and run a solid business with a slightly less profit operating margin but with more um solid user engagement and trust so now let me conclude where i stand again on all three three points and then i'll go into where i stand on the business and the company and i'll end with where i stand on the stock so First of all, deceleration in revenue expectations. My conclusion after considering all of that was I don't think the management story is able to explain such a steep slowdown. Um and I'm hoping currency headwind is a lot of the slowdown and not actual um other factors and the company the management is being overly conservative and sandbagging. Second point was about declining profit margin expectations that does change the business uh, model a lot more because there are more privacy and security costs that the model needs that we did not think the business would need so there are concerns but then a lot of costs i see are the ones that in the long term with evolving technology with ai machine learning applications can be solved out and the costs would actually decline in addressing those issues so the profit margins that while they might decline now uh, hopefully they would come back again that's my expectation the third the user growth saturation worries um in they i can see the worries and i can see how it could be more worrisome if this is a trend if the user growth keeps dropping or just doesn't grow but then my feeling is this was an extremely negative um news driven quarter and the gdp are also coming in the same quarter and even after that i think we're stable now the users have stayed 99% users who have stayed are, are equally engaging and as far as that continues to be the case um i don't see any worries so in all the three i think you see the trend i'm pointing out all the worries but i'm being slightly biased and being positive and 
There has reason to it. The reason is that I look at the past and I see the management team, their execution over the last years. Uh, once the company IPO'd, they solved the problem of uh, monetizing their mobile feed. Uh, over time, they made a brilliant move on Instagram and started monetizing Instagram feed and growth um, has seen accelerating growth in the product. Now over a billion users on Instagram and the next thing is stories and they'll get it covered. Um, so I am going by that track record. I'm just not going to step out of the stock or the company on the sidelines just because of one wrong quarter or one drop guidance. So I see all the worries, but I'm still uh, optimistic. But Overall, I'm not saying that the story has improved. It hasn't. It certainly hasn't. Um, we do see clearly the revenue growth is slowing down, which we thought would occur, I don't know when, is happening now, and it's happening sooner than expected. I mean, at least in the guidance, if not in the actual numbers. But if the company says something, we should actually believe it. We shouldn't always discount it, saying that you've always done good past and you're sandbagging. That's also not fair. So overall, I see there is reason to be worried. The story has not improved, um, certainly not against the expectations. And all of a sudden, with one earning call, now there is a sudden need for re-evaluation of the whole business model and which all of them is not a good thing. But I do feel that with all this, where I stand about the company is I do feel the biggest risk to the business is not slightly decelerating mid-single-digit, high-single-digit revenue. That's not a big risk. Um, they can accelerate again with better targeting. They can even take care of the operating margins over time with the evolving technology. That's not my worry. I think where I stand on the business is... The biggest worry to me is if certain event happens which leads to a broken trust again, that would lead to the user engagement numbers to drop. That would lead the revenues to drop. That would lead the advertisers to not prefer these mediums as the favorable ones, which would need the ad rates to drop, and that would lead the operating margin to drop. Everything would go haywire. So my biggest worry about the whole business is for example, if something happens in the midterm elections or any other country's elections where there is meddling or the use of the platform in a certain way, um, which takes, uh, which gets the government attention, that would be really bad. And that is the biggest risk. And with that in mind, with that biggest risk, business risk in mind, I feel the company, the management right now is actually focusing on all the right areas. They're investing in security. They're investing in everything they can do to um, prevent another such thing happening, the way we saw the Russian meddling in 2016, including the use of Facebook platform, which I don't think is as big a deal. I mean, what I think is they've used many more platforms, not just Facebook, but that's still the wrong thing, and they're doing the right thing now in preventing that. And on like taking a step back, looking at the whole picture, Facebook is a gigantic company, two plus billion users and very profitable company. I don't see why if you're running the business yourself, if it was your business, I don't see why you would not invest more now and make this platform more safe and prevent any other big catastrophe and take some margins hits in the short to medium term and keep the business going till the technology evolves, the trust gets back and the users will come back and the ad rates will going up. So as Mark Zuckerberg, um, I would have done the same thing. I totally see his vision and he 
it's his business. He's he knows what the biggest risks are, and he's. Uh, I totally agree with investments in all the right areas that he's doing. And even though the short to medium term, I would say this has made the stock a little less attractive now, um, especially when a growth stock and or hyper growth stocks goes into a slowly decelerating business um, or a stable business. A lot of it, growth investors get out of the name and punish the stock more than it should be. And so that doesn't make it easy to own the stock right now. But for the business in the long term, I feel that's the right direction. So that's where I stand on the business. Uh, where I stand on the stock, uh, the good part is I think among the large cap growth stocks, Facebook was the one that was more fairly valued even before. And while the steep run up in the last two months was a little bit extreme, now after the fall, it's again pretty fairly valued. Um, for example, let's say in the next quarter, they guide another quarter of slowdown after that or another quarter, and they settle at like 15 to 20 percent sales growth. And if they stable out margins by then, if it becomes like a 15 to 20 percent EPS growth story, even then, what I would give is a fair uh, market multiple. And if you look at it now where the stock is at about 175, it's at a 20 times forward multiple. And I'm not even taking into cash uh, into account, which they have about $42 billion in cash sitting. But not even taking that into account, it's pretty fairly valued at 20 times forward. I think it can, with the, as I said, growth investors getting out, it may drop another 10% or so. But at 18 times forward, I think for my, for me and my expectations at least, that would be a solid floor and I'll still add more. And the basis of my recommendation would be that I hope the story does not worsen from here. I hope that nothing else happens which, um, which destroys or uh, confuses the people's trust in the platform. As far as that is all right and all the investments in the right areas that Zuck is doing works out. I hope the platform will bounce back. Technology will continue to evolve. They'll figure stories out. And over the long term, again, the narrative could be back to growing Instagram further into different formats. In example, IGTV and then Messenger and then WhatsApp monetization. So that's where I stand on the three worries, which I told you. I hope I did a good job at explaining why the... Uh, $120 billion drop happened in market value, the biggest ever drop in a single day. The three reasons behind it, where I stand on that, where I stand on the business, and where I stand on the stock. I'm adding, and I will add more if it drops more. I hope uh, if you have any questions, uh, you will definitely reach out to me, reach, um, leave a comment on the podcast, or reach out to me at any other social platform. And um, I, if you like this episode, definitely... I would recommend um, subscribing and sharing it with your friend and leaving a really good review. Till then, I really hope I gave you something to think about, and I'll see you soon.